0: Hi, I'm currently being sued by DreamWorks for my movie, The Chode to El Dorado. I'm
1: Jordan. Hi, I'm Gigi, and ain't nobody calling me a robot chicken.
2: (laughs) Hi, I'm David, and I I got, guys, I got a new thing. You got a new thing? Oh, wow. I got a new thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what I would turn into if I was a Transformer. That's bad. If I were a transformer, I would turn into a replica of the moon, and I would hang in the air where the moon would appear to be. Why? What do you think of that? I don't like that. I would look like I'm the moon. It would be a perfect disguise. Why would you want to replace the moon? I'm not replacing the moon. I would just look like I was the moon.
1: Where would you hang?
2: I would just, like, levitate. Like, I'd be, like, the size of a car, and I'd just kind of, like, levitate But where in the would you air. be? Would you be where the moon is? Yeah. So that's replacing
0: like, the moon!
2: I'd be, like, an optical illusion of the moon. To what end?
0: Can you change the tides? You certainly no. can't. No. Sounds
1: hazardous to highway traffic.
2: <laughs> How would that affect highway traffic? It
1: could well be driving, and there's a big moon fucking hanging in the road.
2: Guess <laughs> what it would look like it was the
0: regular moon. But with none of the actual effects or benefits or of the moon, a useless, you'd be a useless little rock in space.
1: And so you look you look like the moon to everyone at the same time?
2: Oh, that's a good point. I would need to adjust. Where
1: would you... You would just have to be the moon.
2: I would be in the air like I look like the moon, but I'd be like the size of, like, Bumblebee. <laughs>
1: Why? Why?
2: (laughs) That's what I would... How is that you? My name would be (laughs) Moonboy. The Transformer. (laughs) Welcome
0: to Robots into Guys. A (laughs) queer reading of the Transformers franchise from generation one to generation now.
2: Uh, This is episode nine, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. What's the name of this one?
0: This is a fire on the mountain. Um, yeah. Okay. Um,
2: because, hey, la, hey, la, my boyfriend's back. <laughs> I know your boyfriend's back. I know everyone's boyfriend is back. I feel my like there's a couple. boyfriend's
0: back and you're Our gonna boyfriend. be in trouble. <laughs>
2: you know, I was about to say, I think there's some stuff we got to talk about before we talk about your boyfriend being back, but actually. Our no...
1: boyfriend. Mm-hmm.
2: Our boyfriend being back, but actually there's really fucking nothing except that Braun is in most of this episode.
1: <laughs> Braun is now our other Braun.
0: boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> David, do you know so I'm so here's my hypothesis is that they assumed that Cliff Jumper and Hound were gonna be like 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 early on they thought like, oh this was gonna be like the buddy the buddy pairing that people liked, but people didn't like it. So now they're looking for other buddy pairings.
2: They really put Wind Charger and Bron front forward in this episode. There's
0: so much Wind Charger and Bron and luckily for us they're cute. They are
2: cute. Should we just talk about Wind Charger and Bron? Sure. Uh realize... Wind Charger says Bron baby and that's really sweet. Yeah, I'm coming Bron baby. Oh.
1: Shit, I missed that.
2: Um by the way, just uh to talk about your hypothesis um when they bought a shit ton of toys from uh the license to a shit ton of toys from mm-hmm. japan they bought um a lot of them were like from this microbot series that turned into people like bumblebee brawn windcharger they were the smaller guys
0: the little boys
2: yeah so they had to pedal like they maybe had like 20 of these licensed mm-hmm. so they had to pedal like a bunch of them,
0: because pretty much to me, I felt that they were totally exchangeable uh, with Cliffjumper and Hound.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of are. Um, uh, Cliffjumper was one of the m- many bots, um, mm-hmm. but um, they kind of are. They are that same. Brawn is just Hound, and Windcharger is literally the same number, same number of syllables in the name. Mm-hmm. Red car. <laughs> well brawn
0: is the same number of syllables as hound
2: true it's it's very interchangeable the only thing is that I think they're cuter than oh uh, than hound well, and... well the
0: age differential is mm-hmm. less here this seems like they're more on equal ground with cliff jumper and hound it felt more like there was, there was some sort of age gap which was kind of questionable
1: <laughs>
0: brawn uh, rides sound wave that's pretty cool Yeah, brawns
1: him into a cliff.
0: Yeah, baby.
2: Um,
1: I fall in love with Bronn in this episode. I'm like kind of against him at first, but he—I really warm up to him. And you know how I feel about
2: you. Love a tiny boy. You love a tiny boy. Love a tiny boy. Windcharger and Bronn are definitely the couple, like, like the most focused on couple of this episode. But of yes. them, them Brawn is, like, in almost every scene.
0: <laughs> There's so much Brawn. <laughs>
2: um. Yeah. That's...
1: I didn't know who he was before this episode.
2: I don't think he's talked before this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure neither has Windcharger? No, neither of them have. I'm sure we'll come back to them at some point, because we'll remember stuff about them throughout a lot of the episode. Uh... Actually, real quick, at the beginning of the episode, Bron is with Trailbreaker, and then for the rest of the episode, he's with Windcharger.
1: Yeah. That confused me.
2: That confused me, too. Um, But I'm sure we'll come back to them later, but now let's talk about uh, our boyfriend coming back to life. Uh, he
0: was... He was... I, I feel like it's almost shameful to resurrect Skyfire and then give him fuck all to do.
1: I know! They're so low key about it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I guess you're just going to, like, explore the Arctic now and just unfreeze him and it's fine. He's alive again.
2: Although. You said. Oh, go ahead. Although
0: Megatron does say Skyfire is an excellent catch. And I was like, finally, something me and Megatron agree on.
1: <laughs> it bothered me that, like, okay, Skyfire is brought back to life. And I feel like. He should be in worse condition than he is, and they're like, Okay, immediately go do a chore. Go fucking check in on Brawn, please.
2: Uh, I feel like this is where something where Jordan talks about the militaristic demands of the Autobots.
0: Oh, I mean, you know, Skyfire, you know, was in really poor condition. And they also expected him to thaw himself out, mostly.
1: <laughs> Are you warm enough to transform? Yeah. He's still in the ice.
2: As long as you're not flat-footed, stamps uh, draft form.
1: Yeah, it's like...
0: They're, they're very... For a fallen comrade who was given such a fond farewell they just think that they can pull him out like yesterday's toy and just shake him exactly. off and he'll be fine. And no. And think we'll be fine?
2: <laughs> no. Um,
1: My heart will go on. Trust
2: I do like that he is just his only job though that he is given is uh, to be a carrier plane.
1: Yeah, he just becomes a chaperone on a field trip. <laughs> <laughs> If
2: Optimus Prime, okay,
1: everyone, buckle up for safety.
2: <laughs> if Optimus Prime is the mother of the Autobots, Jetfire is either the father or the uncle that is chaperones everything. He's like he's... no, he's
1: Jetfire's yeah. mom.
2: Jetfire's the teacher.
1: <laughs> Jetfire's mom.
2: Jetfire's mom. Jetfire's like a like a auntie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've said Jetfire is five different things in the last... (laughs) Listen, he contains multitudes. Listen, he's a mom, he's an auntie, he's a teacher, he's all of it. He's the modern... He
1: is the moment. Come on now.
2: (laughs) He's an icon,
0: he's a legend, and he is the moment. Um... It really lingers on the handholding between Skyfire and Wheeljack, though, doesn't it?
2: It really does. I like. <laughs> uh, I wrote the continued ballad of Wheeljack on the after that, just because it's like we get, because we've often talked about Wheeljack and um, Ratchet. Yeah. But we speculated, I believe, that that may be nothing more than maybe just like have gone on, like, two or three dates. Flirty
0: co-workers, I believe we said in the last episode.
2: Yeah. And now, maybe uh, Wheeljack is, like... It's I like, just
1: realized something. Mm-hmm. Did Wheeljack just invent a butt plug this episode?
2: An energy butt plug, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of butt plugs uh, and other phallic things, we get that limp... Yeah, Cannon. we do. Oh my god! Oh my uh, god! That's really gonna move us into talking about Megatron and Starscream this episode. Because this is oh the god. most petty they have ever been. It's, it's they're really petty, and we get that that one shot with limp dicked uh, Megatron, and then he blames Starscream for him being limp dick. Yeah. Well, if you
0: notice, the line that comes right before uh, Megatron's um, flaccid uh, gun is Starscream reminding him uh, that he has to share um, that he has to share the power. I believe Starscream goes, "You mean ours?" And then the immediate cutaway is to the flaccid
1: gun,
2: in which Megatron blames Starscream for him being flaccid. Yeah, exactly. Um, the
1: comment uh, Megatron made about the um, the weapon frame, where he said, "I hope it, it, I hope it's stronger than your customary resolve in battle."
2: Right, that, <laughs> that was, killed me. That was so uncalled for. Also, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> hey, Savage bit. Hey, um, Thundercracker. And then a moment
1: oh. later, he praises Starscream. And I think it's genuinely, but he cannot do it without using an entirely sarcastic tone. No,
0: it's so, so patronizing.
2: (laughs) Uh, I wonder if he was doing that just because he likes to get a rise out of Starscream or because he knew it was going to fail. I'm sorry, David, were you about to talk about the sassiest bitch of all, Thundercracker? The sassiest bitch of all, Thundercracker, but also how he gets all of the damage from Starscream and Megatron's relationship <laughs> where like there's a, like Megatron pushes him off a cliff cuz he's mad at Starscream. Yes. And then at the end of the episode him and Megatron roast Thundercracker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh right when Starscream
0: is like stop making those thunder noises. I've got a headache. <laughs>
2: I feel like
1: they've been married for thirty years, (laughs) like on a stroll. And Thundercracker calling Starscream geeky is everything.
2: (laughs) And then he called Megatron
1: geeky at the end of it. And he like sides with the Autobots. He's like, maybe they're not so bad (laughs) compared to you, geeks.
0: Doesn't he nickname Starscream Screamer? (laughs) Yeah. Devastating.
1: (laughs) Have a good time playing Crystal Nurse Scream. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. My favorite. favorite.
2: Thundercracker, like, woke up on the right side of the wrong bed this morning.
0: (laughs) Who knew Thundercracker was such a sassy bitch?
2: (laughs) We get a, and in that this is a good episode for the Seekers, that being Thundercracker, Starscream, and Skywarp, that moment where Megatron is like, Skywarp's the last one of these three fucks I can trust. <laughs> and Skywarp just kind of like, yeah, and then flies off with Megatron. Yeah. <laughs> Skywarp still, I think, is the coolest out of those three. He's the, like, most level-headed and just, like, cool.
0: I gotta say, though, Thundercracker really impressed me with just how nasty he was.
1: Just a nasty bitch. Just a
0: nasty boy.
1: Willing to double-cross someone in a second.
0: Treason! He committed
1: treason!
2: Just out of spite. Uh.
1: Doesn't even blink
2: only other real pairing I would have to talk about here is... I, there's a... It's not much... I don't think there's any conversation, but there is an interesting... Just it, during a fight, uh, hands a lot of hands-on moments between Ironhide and Optimus when they're being thrown around by Megatron oh, yeah. and they're catching each yeah. other.
1: I screenshotted a lot of those moments. Because I wasn't sure if <laughs> any one of them would be my wheel-jack-off moment.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I, um... Yeah, I I wasn't sure if any of them... I don't think any of them are high high enough to get into my moment for a couple of the week, but... Were you at a half chub? I was about a half chub, yeah. (laughs) But, um... No interaction between Megatron and Optimus, really.
0: Oh no, Optimus tackles Megatron from behind.
2: Oh, does he? Yeah, baby. Yeah.
1: Oh, and then he picks him up over his head. Yeah,
2: he does. (laughs)
1: And throws him off of the temple. So
2: there's a little bit of Greco wrestling there, too.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm. Ah. Spike and Bumblebee are a little bit cute at the very beginning when they, like, are essentially doing a PowerPoint presentation to Optimus (laughs) together.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but Bumblebee cock blocks Spike later.
2: He does. (laughs) He doesn't... (laughs) he doesn't want his man to be taken
0: i know can we okay so now this comes to what i really want to talk about in this episode which is that we have the first female speaking role in the entire show that's
1: that's true i didn't even realize that
2: we're nine episodes in
0: she doesn't even have a name and i mean let's let's talk about uh this and
1: she also introduces um a second female character Juanita, the convertible
0: yes because this girl has no idea that bumblebee
2: is gay (laughs) (laughs) she has not known bumblebee long enough to know (laughs) um what was there something you wanted to talk about her the woman without a name
0: what I just found interesting was that she's immediately paired up with Spike, mm-hmm. but Bumblebee cockblocks blocks Spike, and this girl doesn't have a name, um, is frankly a, a crude stereotype. Um,
2: it's not the greatest episode for... <laughs> No, the look of transformers. That's for sure,
0: and voiced by a white woman as well.
2: Oh, Yes.
0: Yeah. Nice. which is no no shade to Mona Marshall, because I get it. A paycheck is a paycheck, but you know,
2: especially in the eighties.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, but th- but this is just kind of.
2: We did get an old, uh, Latinx woman yelling. It's the old gods.
0: Yeah. Again, uh, this this episode's approach to racial politics is kind of atrocious um mm-hmm. and but and that's a and that's just leaving alone the fact that the mm, first female speaking part does not get a name um
2: and is paired up with the only human boy
0: yeah uh, paired up with the, with the with the alpha white boy yeah
2: mm-hmm.
0: um who who uh, expresses his, um, what he has to offer, um, by doing maintenance on a Transformer.
2: Uh.
1: Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, Spike's doing the repairs now? It <laughs> okay. was a shock.
2: He does admit that he's bad at it.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, he says that he would do better if he had better supplies, I believe.
2: Yeah, okay, Spike. <laughs> Like, yeah,
1: I love when Skyfire picks up Ravage, and the poor little kitty just scampers away.
2: <laughs> oh. I
0: like how Ravage uh, decks um, Bumblebee uh, in his in his stupid yes. face.
2: Um, can we take a quick pause because I gotta pee. What? I gotta pee really bad. This is so unprofessional. Listen, it's the first time in nine episodes it's ever happened. I, I hope I it's do... the last time. I gotta pee real bad. This is upsetting. We don't have an advertiser break to pee at.
1: You don't wait during the ad break. I'm gonna don't... go pee. We we are still working. This is a. Huh? We would still be working during the ad break. This is unbelievable. Wow. Oh my god, we haven't even talked about how Braun fucking shoots Megatron <laughs> and he goes down.
0: Yeah. Oh he yeah, he grabs the he grabs the cannon. Yeah. Yeah. There's I think there's as much as I like Braun and Windcharger I think there's too much Braun in this
1: episode. <laughs> there is a lot of Braun. <laughs> Who I... I wish it was more um, Skyfire's story than Bronze, but it yeah. is—it is Bronze.
0: Well, I mean, you know, the episode is called Fire on the Mountains, so which I would assume was the companion piece to Fire in the Sky, which was Skyfire's first episode. So I just assumed there'd be more Skyfire. Um,
1: yeah, than... I am glad that he lived at the end. I was fully expecting him to die again. Oh
0: yeah, was too. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> wow, that was the quickest that you've ever been in the bathroom.
2: <laughs> um, I think that's about all I have for my notes. Except, uh... dun 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 dun, dun, dun. Oh! It's Dumb Notes with David. <laughs> um, only because I wasn't gonna do it this episode, but, um... <laughs> I I did see at the very bottom of one of my pages of notes, I have, uh, Skyfire would crush Bumblebee. (laughs) Just because they were in a room together, and I was like, if there's ever a relationship between them that comes up, Skyfire would destroy Bumblebee. Just absolutely pulverize his twink ass. Oh, yeah. Bumblebee drove inside of him. In when he's being transported oh, to...
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. All of the Autobots fit inside of him.
2: Yeah. He would crush Bumblebee. Oh, what a good auntie.
1: Um, I have mine. Yeah? Mine is radical self-love icon Megatron. <laughs> <clears throat> After he says, no one does that to me and continues to function when Bron shoots him. And I was like, yes, queen. <laughs> No one treats us like that.
2: I want a shirt no that one. says Radical Self-Love Icon Megatron.
1: The same poster from whatever episode it was that had a picture of Megatron and it was just like, enemy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that with radi- Radical Self-Love Icon.
0: Um, I've got uh, the timestamp 1244... Starscream gets whiny, and then in parentheses, I'm Starscream! And in parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> um. Starscream was in full bratty sub mode uh, in this episode.
1: Don't question my strength. I'm Starscream. <laughs> Blow me. Uh, Mighty star screen.
2: Oh.
0: Should we move on to our segments? I'm gonna start using Crystal Nurse as an insult though. <laughs> you
2: Crystal Nurse.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's move in. Let's move on to our segments. Our first segment is OTP, One Transformers pairing, where we pick two transformers that are perhaps interchangeable with Cliff Jumper and Hound. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. And begin with a uh, Gigi on this one.
1: Okay. Um, I pick Bron and Windcharger. Mm-hmm. Predictably. Yeah. Um, I they were really the only couple I paid attention to this episode. Like for me, this episode wasn't really like couple focused.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So even then, I didn't like. I don't know. I didn't care that much about them, but I did. Braun did capture all of my attention. <laughs> so.
2: He, that, they're a cute couple. I mean, we literally get uh, the. Yeah, they,
1: they do have a lot of cute moments.
2: Like Jordan said, we get uh, Wind Charger saying, I'm coming, baby. I'm coming, Braun baby. Braun baby. <laughs> Braun baby. Uh, that's a good pick.
0: Yeah. Um, it's also my, it's also my pick. It's also your pick? Yeah.
1: I was really tempted to put uh, Starscream and Thundercracker.
0: That's because, interesting. Uh, <laughs> they're
1: a match. I would love to see together in hell. That's like <laughs> just a...
2: Just That's you. like a Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf situation. where. <laughs> <laughs> Even more so than the Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf situation that's already Megatron and Starscream. Yeah, it's just... Or
1: a Thruple. <laughs> ah!
2: Oh, that's a <laughs> With nightmare. Megatron,
1: Starscream, and Thundercracker.
2: I love, I still love how Me- Starscream and Megatron come together at the end to just shit on fire <laughs> to <the> Thundercracker. <laughs> um, oh, fuck, while we're here talking about the Seekers, not that I, I don't know if this will make it into the episode, I really early on in the first episode said that Thundercracker was the one who woke up, uh, Megatron it, in the beginning of the series Mm -hmm. uh when he turns on i think it might actually be skywarp oh okay not that that's just wanted to make that amendment um sure uh but yeah so braun and windcharger are your couple too
0: yeah um i think in much the same way that like um that the um that Sideswipe and his, um, and his partner were, uh, what was their, what was his name?
2: Are you gonna say S- Sunstreaker? No, or?
0: no, 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 the, oh, the, oh, oh, um. Cause they're brothers. No, 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 no uh, Prowl, and, um, mm-hmm. what's his, and what's his face?
2: God, I'm the one who's supposed to know this shit. Oh, Blue Streak. Blue Streak and Prowl. Yeah.
0: yeah, so in the same way that Blue Streak and Prowl had a really good working relationship, I saw the same thing with Windcharger and Brawn. Um, but I saw that there was more of a of an element of trust as opposed to the sort of divide-and-conquer method of Blue Streak and Prowl. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed like one really couldn't function without the other, whereas Blue Streak and Prowl seemed like very um, like separate entities. Um, but with Windcharger and Brawn, it seemed like they were... It immediately felt that they were inseparable. Um, even if Braun was with Trailbreaker at the beginning, it felt like Windcharger was the best match, just not only in terms of size and capability, but also just in terms of the communication that they had between them. And again, Windcharger calls Braun baby. Uh, and I mean, that's just really sweet. Uh, David, who was your OTP for the week?
2: My OTP was uh, Skyfire uh, and himself. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> yes. So,
2: so, Skyfire gets himself out of that ice. Skyfire
1: he, radical self-love icon.
2: He he transforms himself, and then the, the point that hit it home for me was him giggling at himself when he goes, Hee hee, I'm too big to sneak around like this.
1: <laughs> that's
2: He's a big so boy who cute. loves himself. He's adorable. Uh... He loves himself, and he doesn't really have a pairing in the Autobots or the Decepticons. I mean, there was Starscream, but that's obviously over. And so, and, like. And,
0: and, well, with, Wheel, with Wheeljack, there was a nice hand holding.
2: There was a nice hand holding with Wheeljack but i think right now it's skyfire and himself so you just want to you you would you'd be comfortable seeing just skyfire
0: just wank off for you know 20 30 minutes yeah. on yeah
2: just going at it Damn,
1: Go- me too
2: <laughs> skyfire's dick is bigger than bumblebee's <laughs>
1: That's. I had not true, considered though. before.
0: I had not considered Skyfire's big dick energy, but you are absolutely correct. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god!
0: Now we move on to our Auto Crush of the Week, where we pick the where we find the one transformer who cap, who captured our hearts and uh, swept us off of our feet, um, and we're holding out for a hero until the end of the night. Uh, we're going to start with David this time.
2: Um. So, my crush this week has got to be Brawn. Honestly,
1: hmm. it's it. It's just. I'm glad someone said it.
2: <laughs> someone has the right, Braun and you should say
1: it. sane. Um, I didn't pick Brawn, but like low, but I almost did.
2: The I have in my notes the absolute Brawn of Braun. Um, <laughs> he's just. He's just so uh you know I love my running and gunning boys, and who's I do know been that. who's been more running and gunning than Braun? Hound. May Hound, but maybe that's it in the entire show.
1: Braun gets knocked down, but he gets up again.
0: They're never <laughs> no gonna ever- keep him down.
2: I think no one's
1: ever gonna keep him down.
2: I mean he steals Megatron's fusion cannon. <laughs>
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Not even like Optimus he has done that. He
1: humiliates Megatron.
2: Megatron is shaken by that.
1: <laughs> no one has ever done that to Megatron before.
2: Let alone a microbot. Yeah. Yeah. The the. Braun oh, of I guess Braun. we didn't
1: mention how Brawn is like bullied a lot in this episode. Oh yeah. And I think that was really not cool of Daddy Soundwave. <laughs> you, like, okay, you have sons who are also small. What do you mean? (laughs) What about your boys? Is that how you feel about them, Soundwave? Would you say that to your boys?
2: (laughs) Would you say that to Rumble?
1: Yeah, what would Rumble think? Tell
2: that to your sons. (laughs) Was Rumble in this episode? No. No. Okay. (laughs) Just no. He's been in like every episode so far. It's weird to think of an episode without Rumble. I
0: don't know, maybe he was on guard duty again. (laughs)
2: He is a grunt. Why would I expect to see him? Um.
1: Um, yeah, Skyfire. I mean, I can't watch a Skyfire episode and not pick him. But since it seems like he's going to be possibly in the next episode, I might have to um, do that next time. But... (laughs) (laughs) I, I would like to note that it always seems that we record on days that I am just like emotionally broken and like have either cried or like had some sort of breakdown and today when I was sad, um David wa- we watched the episode separately and David watched it first and i he was like, "Do you want me to tell you something about the Transformers episode that'll <laughs> make you happy?" And I was like, what, does Skyfire come back to life? Because I was like, there's, that's like the only thing that I would want. And I was like, there's no way that's going to happen. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, he is just such a sweet boy. Mom, friend, energy Shaped like a friend, gentle giant. I just want to hold him all day long. Mm. I want him to chaperone me on a field trip.
2: I bet he knows all the best bus sing-alongs, too. (laughs) Oh, Oh. God. Ones that don't actually get you annoyed? No. He's
1: got the best road mixes.
2: Oh, hell
0: yeah. It's like like, uh, 90s R&B. It's like Keith Sweat and Luther Vandross.
2: Um, I love how much everyone loves
0: Skyfire. (laughs) Anyway, Um, I'm zagging on him, because I've got a crush on
2: Thundercracker now.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, honorable mention Thundercracker.
2: (laughs) Whoops, Thundercracker gave me emotions.
0: (laughs) Oops, I thought I loved Skywarp, plot twist, I think I just...
2: (laughs) I think I just like the mean planes. (laughs) You also like the best, the sweetest plane.
0: He was so mean. (laughs) I want to, I I want to change, I want to change him. I want to fix him.
2: Do you think you want to try to fix him because Thundercracker, but a sweet boy would be the bitchiest, funniest boy?
0: Oh yeah, no, for sure. (laughs) You know, we, we could get any restaurant table that we wanted, you know, we could... Uh, we don't, we would have to get, we could get in the club without showing ID. I mean, he's just that. He had no thoughts of treason before this episode, but he set his mind to it and he almost got away with it.
2: <laughs> Starscream was a, a narc, narc.
0: Starscream was a narc. Uh, and Thundercracker rightly called him out for being a fucking nerd and it's it's really it's a really attractive quality, someone who just like says it like it is
1: he you're a nerd out-
0: your boyfriend's a nerd, you shouldn't be with him. we shouldn't be with him.
2: bye bye
1: to Megatron you look geeky.
2: I love how he gets called out on treason and he's like, you're a fucking nerd. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: At least i'm not a fucking nerd
2: real anarchist energy coming from <laughs> at least i'm not a
1: cop does thundercracker turn
2: uh ever? no i'm trying to think of any like big thundercracker stories that i know about but i don't really all i know is that like it's been i don't know who said it but someone said that thundercracker is everybody's second favorite seeker to starscream <laughs> just because his color scheme is just so good just the bright blue. He's
1: the same body as Starscream. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
1: Which kills me.
0: Which adds an interesting dimension to their whole whole quarrel, mm-hmm. the idea of like this of, of the superior
1: transformer. Yeah. Um It's like they're each other's evil twin.
0: They're they're great foils for one another. Mm-hmm.
2: And then they got the Rainmakers back on Cybertron that are just them but brighter. <laughs>
0: Yeah, who are all wearing, like, really beautiful jumpsuits.
2: Yeah. Um, okay. So what was our, uh... Oh, sorry, Jordan. Would you like to move us on?
0: Oh, sure. And now for our final segment, we'll jack off to that lady where we pick the one single sexiest moment in any Transformers episode. The one that, uh, that gives us pleasure inside and out. Um... I will start. Uh, one of you mentioned it before, but it is. No, it is. David mentioned it before. Uh, Skyfire's line uh, I'm too darn big. Mm. <laughs> yes, you are, baby. Yes, you are. Let it all hang yeah. out. I would like to see it.
2: <laughs> you love a big queen. You know, I love. And I love a self aware big queen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you loved Shockwave for being a big queen then you gotta love uh uh you gotta love J- uh skyfire for being a big queen
0: absolutely absolutely i mean it's not it's on brand for me but this is the first time they've ac- he's actually mentioned how big he is um and, and it, it excited me um <laughs> a bot hey, that can, big
2: hey can i get a quick shout out for uh uh, shockwave up on Cybertron, keeping it keeping it safe. Anyways, back to the room ra- down, holding Sh- it down. Back to our regular his, holding his baby down on
1: Cybertron. Yeah. Shouts so out to
2: Shockwave
0: no, being literally the like
1: house sitting,
2: <laughs> being just honestly a good guy amongst the Decepticons and keeping Cybertron running
0: <laughs> and fielding calls from his ex on Earth.
2: I real I I know everyone. I'm sorry I interrupted this segment, but I feel like Shockwave needs to come up every once in a while because we don't get to see him all the time unless Cybertron's involved. It is a good. Remi- it's it's always like a
0: meanwhile back on Cybertron, like Shockwave is like having like a nude rave.
2: <laughs> God. Uh. Uh. What was your uh? Your we'll, we'll we'll jack off to it later.
1: My moment um, is when Megatron holds, no, sorry, when, (laughs) why do I still do this? When Optimus holds Megatron over his head, Mm. over at the edge of the temple. I mean, that whole roughhousing sequence was hot, which we mentioned earlier, but like that moment of just like raw emotion and brute strength. And you can just like feel the tension that's between them, and earlier in the episode, um Optimus admits that he admits that he has a score to settle with Megatron
0: yeah no, good
2: yeah, one. he obviously does he's got a lot he needs to settle with Megatron
0: yeah <laughs> see in the last episode, we skipped the whole sexually charged climax with Megatron uh and Optimus, but in this one, now they delivered. <laughs> act three um, you gotta have it
2: you gotta have it um i think my moment for this week my will jack off to it moment has gotta be i know i already brought it up but it's bronze stealing megatron's gun which, which uh, to okay <laughs> to like a real big transformers fan like i am that's kind of huge, because Megatron is, like, known for his fusion cannon, the big fucking yeah. gun on his arm. Mm-hmm. And for Bronn, a little boy, to just steal it off of him, the fucking Gusto, <laughs> the fucking <laughs> cojones. Going That's like a gun known for, like, taking people's heads off, and Bronn, like, gets close enough to steal it? <clears throat> The fucking balls and
1: shoots Megatron, and shoots with, Megatron it. with it. Yeah. The
2: balls,
1: knocking him to his hands and knees.
2: That's, ugh. Yeah. Brawn, baby, the brawn of brawn. he's like, yeah. God, Megatron, like fumbled after it. He's just like, no yeah. one does that to me. <sighs> shoots me with my own what?
1: <laughs> Megatron is like, what just happened?
2: Megatron views himself as a god, and Brawn just brought him down a peg. (laughs) And that's hot. (sighs) Brawn over brains? Brawn over brains.
0: That's going to do it uh, for us here at Robots Into Guys. Gigi, where can people find you on the internet?
1: You can find me at Gigi Vines. That's G-E-G-E Vines. Like a grapevine on various social media websites
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: david where can people go to dunk on you
2: um you can come to dunk on me at uh one take one on instagram or david thorpe on youtube how about you jordan
0: and of course you can always follow me on twitter at elefante triple one that's e-l-e-f-a-n-t-e-triple one and don't forget to follow the pod on the gram at robots into guys and we are offering a special Instagram promotion why don't you tell the people all about it David
2: of course um, so uh, we've noticed that a lot of our fans are uh, transformers uh, fan artists and we thought we might like to pay tribute to that by uh, see having
1: and we love your work
2: we love it we adore it. quality content I, I love scrolling through it on our Instagram and seeing everybody that I followed so thank you so much for um, But um, we thought we might uh, like to do a uh, shout out to anyone who would want to um, do a piece based off of uh, a relationship we've talked about on this episode or even a past episode. And we would uh, love to have you tag us in it and then we'd shout you out here on the podcast and um, on the uh, Instagram story.
0: You can draw sexy skyfire pinups. You can draw your own version of Cliffjumper taking Spike from behind. You can draw a sexually charged encounter between Megatron and Optimus. The sky's the limit for you.
2: We want to see it all. And even if you have pieces of these that already exist, we'd love to see those too.
1: <laughs> what is the limit? What if we just get straight up, like full penetrated porn? <laughs> <laughs> ain't no limit yeah here he is taking him from behind
2: ain't no limit <laughs> uh we want to see don't it all don't kink shame your dad <laughs> don't kink shame your dad finally real quick uh i le- i like to give a shout out to our uh podcast buddies over at hate and eight they're also on um apple podcast and they're a great listen so thank you just
0: david you're on them. one of the episodes is that correct
2: I believe I am uh, covering the I, uh,
0: the Incredible Hulk.
2: Yeah, it's all about it's all about um, uh, talking about films from 2008 and that period of uh, film going. Uh, anyways, I think that's gonna do it for us. Yeah,
0: yeah, that, that's, that's it. That's gonna do it for us. Don't forget to leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, and we will see you in two weeks.
1: Pray for my soul. <laughs>
2: Pray for Genevieve's soul. <laughs> all
0: right, all right. Let's try it in unison okay three two one transformers,
2: transformers.
0: robots robots in to guys. To
2: guys we all it, said it correctly it, it, it wasn't just quite... feels,
0: it just feels like you find weird spaces to pause on purpose you do
2: no comment i accuse him <laughs> no comment j'accuse